wilderness and the dry land shall be glad. The desert shall rejoice and blossom like the crocus. It shall blossom abundantly and rejoice with joy and singing. The glory of Lebanon shall be given to it, the majesty of Carmel and Sharon. They shall see the glory of the Lord, the majesty of our God. Strengthen the weak hands and make firm the feeble knees. Say to those who are of a fearful heart, Be strong, do not fear. Here is your God. He will come with vengeance, with terrible recompense. He will come and save you. Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened and the ears of the deaf unstopped. Then the lame shall leap like the deer and the tongue of the speechless shall sing for joy. For water shall break forth in the wilderness and streams in the desert. The burning sand shall become a pool and the thirsty ground springs of water. The haunts of jackals shall become a swamp. The grass shall become reeds and rushes. A highway shall be there, and it shall be called the holy way. The unclean shall not travel on it, but it shall be for God's people. No traveler, not even fools, shall go astray. No lion shall be there, nor shall any ravenous beast come upon it. They shall not be found there, but the redeemed shall walk there. And the ransomed of the Lord shall return and come to Zion with singing, Everlasting joy shall be upon their heads. They shall obtain joy and gladness, and sorrow and sighing shall flee away. The word of God to the people of God. Thanks be to God. Good morning, church. You're kind of quiet today. You still out there? It's this gray November rainy ick that we've been in, isn't it? That's keeping us all a little bit distracted and... and Melancholy, I think. But we're glad we're in the house of the Lord this morning to, to celebrate joy and to, to be worshiping today together on this third Sunday of Advent. Uh, we're, it's hard to believe that Advent's over halfway along, over, and, and, and our, as we journey to Bethlehem, we're, we're almost there. Thanks for joining us this morning, for being in the house or worshiping with us online. We're all family here, whether we're online or in person. Uh, we love hearing from you, so comment in our comment section or, or shout out in the house. Well, let's take a moment to wave to each other, to wave to those online, so that we can secure the, that family feeling. Uh, I'm Pastor Regina, for those of you who may not know, and I'm looking forward to our time together this morning. We began our Advent season a couple of weeks ago as, as we decorated our sanctuary and prepared our hearts and minds to welcome the coming Savior. Christ's story was told through the monograms of his life. When, when we, heard, we heard that redeeming story through scripture and song, we prepared the manger for Christ and hung symbols of Christ on the tree. We heard of hope that we find in the gospel message. Last week we focused on a peace that is unlike the peace the world offers, but the peace that comes when we experience heaven coming to earth. We listened to ancient prophecies as told by Isaiah from, of a coming kingdom like no other. We heard of the prophecy's fulfillment as John the baptizer proclaimed the need for repentance and told of the one that was coming after him who ushers in this new kingdom. We acknowledged our lack of understanding, but our, we proclaimed our willingness to adhere to, to that needed acts of faith. We took a stand. We took a stand to accept a new way of living that focuses on the gift of incarnation, 
a different way to love, an outlook that emphasizes a new way of concentrating on those things that we have in common rather than on our differences. We will soon arrive in Bethlehem and and witness heaven coming to earth, but we still have a journey ahead as we travel. As we travel, we will see signs of hope. We will feel that peace that defies understanding. But we must still be in search of this immeasurable joy that we've been singing about. We still need to seek and know and share the love that comes to earth through a little baby. We still wait in anticipation of the coming one who in the form of a little child changes the world. Today we search for that joy. We are reminded of the good news that comes to all people through Christ's incarnation. News that God is with us. There's no greater joy than that, my friends. God is with us wherever we are, whatever we do. We, like those ancients, are still on that journey. We travel this Lord's highway. We're not what we were. We're not what we will be. But we're on the way to a destination of God's kingdom as God's people. As, as we acknowledge that we've not yet arrived. Our pilgrimage is, is filled with struggles and setbacks, obstacles and pain, grief and loss. Yet we're still filled with joy because God is with us every step of the way. God lovingly embraces us as we embrace the promise of healing and wholeness. The Advent journey presents to us an, an opportunity to make cho- choices. Now, for years I've had this sermon series going on in my head entitled, What's Wrong with the World Begins with Too Many Choices on the Cereal Aisle. The cereal aisle in most grocery stores can be overwhelming and is an indicator that society is far too concerned about keeping everyone happy than forcing one to compromise or to, do, or to make do with fewer choices. It used to be that you found wheat, Rice or corn. That was it. Now, there's every combination of these flavors, of these choices available. I read a story this week about an individual who had a college roommate from China. And their first trip to the grocery store paralyzed this newcomer with an inability to choose what was needed simply because there were too many choices available for them in the store. Our Advent, joy, our Advent journey can be much like our friend's first trip to American supermarket. Advent can be overwhelming. Choices to, to be made, decisions to be reached, can cloud our view along the road to Bethlehem if we lose our focus and our purpose. Our purpose is to experience heaven on earth that we find in Jesus. There are questions to be answered and Jesus to be found as we continue to travel along the way. Advent is filled with opportunities to live out our faith and and with decisions to be made about what events and services and activities in which we will participate. Our journey to Jesus, what we must do is ponder what is best. What is it on our journey with God that will best complete our arrival in Bethlehem and at the Christ child? Our Advent journey is an opportunity to make faith-filled decisions to serve with generosity. 
It is through these efforts that we will experience the joy that we find in walking with God. Now, too often what we do is allow fear to hamper us along the journey. Fear is the greatest enemy of faith. It strangulates our ability to take risks, to step out in faith, to embrace new ideas, and to welcome others not like us. We fear scarcity, pain, and rejection. We fear unfamiliar people and circumstances and places. Fear steals our joy. We lose sight of Jesus when we allow fear to direct our journey. One year in another appointment, we were, we were doing the traveling baby Jesus like we are here this season. And for the most part, we basically knew where Jesus, the baby Jesus was, or, or at least we knew which extended family had uh, the baby. And the closer we got to Christmas Eve, the, the less knowledge we had about where baby Jesus was. It was the 23rd, as that 23rd drew closer, and, and the next day was when Jesus needed to make his big appearance. I'll have to admit that this pastor was a little bit concerned and a little bit anxious because we didn't know where Jesus was. I allowed fear to, to take about where the residence of baby Jesus was to begin to creep in. Because, you know, a large part of that Christmas Eve service was dependent on Jesus showing up and the journal being read. But no one seemed to know where the baby was. But the end, But in the end... There was no need to worry. The baby Jesus turned up in just the right time, at just the right place, as the baby always does. It was all, it was all of us who had forgotten to keep him close and feared that he would not show up. Jesus shows up in those most forgotten places of our lives, those moments of hurt and neglect, amid the junk and the rubble of our lives, even in the places that we find ourselves, maybe even where we shouldn't be, those places of brokenness and shame. Jesus is there. Jesus shows up. Jesus embraces us and walks with us, bringing us back to the pathway from which we wandered in search of false truths and greener pastures. There's no place where Jesus will not go or doesn't belong. Jesus is coming as a baby to find us wherever we are. Our scripture reading this morning from Isaiah is a transitional chapter found between the warnings of a prophet that the prophet gave to Israel concerning their actions that would lead to destruction and their time in exile where they found hope and promise even in their distress. Our chapter reminds us of the longing of God's people to have a home of a journey that will not always be easy, but a journey that is, that is found because God is ever-present with us. And that's where we find joy. It paints a picture of a time when, when justice will come, when healing will take place, when, when abundance abounds and the way will be clear and safe. The picture this prophet paints for us is, is one of celebration along the journey for all who follow. A sense of joy that will never again be lost from the that we will never again be lost from the one who protects and loves, the one who offers solid hope and indescribable peace. The prophet describes a fulfillment of promise that that all is well physically and spiritually. The promise that is that not only is a safe route home available to us, but a promise of beauty and joy. 
We will want for nothing and our needs will be met. We will not walk alone on this journey, nor will we have to uh, uh, wait to arrive at our destination for the party to begin. We will be in the presence of God who has come to usher us home. The fact, this fact is the reason for the joy that we celebrate. God has come. John, Wesley re, re, John Wesley's reported dying words summarizes the thought this way. Best of all, God is with us. The second best lesson that we find in our reading this morning is for us to share what we know about Jesus along the journey home. We are witnesses to the world that Emmanuel has come, that God is with us in this crazy world. We are ambassadors of light in the darkness, representatives of peace and goodwill. We are encouragers of those who doubt and inspires of faith among fear. God is with us. We must share God with others. God is among us even when God is hard to find amid our daily tasks, our clouded eyesight, and surrounded by the brokenness of the world. God is with us. The fact that God is with us is why we travel the journey to Bethlehem, why we engage in all the celebrations of our faith, our family and friends and acquaintances. We travel because we are joyful and we're walking the Lord's highway with the Most High God at our side. We will soon be at our destination. God is with us. God is there. God is waiting. As we come to the Lord's table this morning, let's come with the joy that we know God is with us and that the Savior is coming. As we come this morning, we know that, that joy can be hard to find this time of year, but we must look for it. And we know that, that joy is present because God is with us. We know that, that on that night when, when Jesus gathered his disciples, there probably wasn't a whole lot of joy. Yeah, they were in this Passover season and they were going through the rituals that they, they always go with. And, and, but there was still this cloud of something that they didn't know that was hanging over them. And then Jesus kind of changed up the script and did things a little bit differently. But what he said is that, Come. I'm changing things up a little bit. I've been telling you about this all along, but here is, is a promise of a new covenant. He took bread and he broke that bread and he shared it with his disciples and he said, Take, eat. This is my body which is given for you. And then he took the cup of salvation and he said, Drink from this, all of you. It represents a new covenant, a new covenant of love, a new covenant for you to live out in your lives. And what he said is he said, All of us, all of us are welcome at this table. So let us come this morning knowing that God is with us, that God waits for us at the table, and that there's joy to be found. Let us pray. Holy and awesome God, we come this morning knowing that we are your people, that we are a forgiven people when we, when we fall short of those things which, which we know we should do or we do those things which we know we should not. And we offer those things those things to you that block our way from seeing the joy. Lord, we ask that you pour out your spirit on everyone here this morning, that they may feel your presence and know your peace. Pour out your spirit on these, on these simple elements of bread and juice and make them be for us the body of Christ, redeemed by his blood, so that we may go into the world and show others the joy that you bring to us. 
In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. If those who are assisting me will come this morning. Okay, they've hidden the special cleansing juice. Okay, folks, it was here. I promise our hands are clean. serve by intention this morning. We will take a piece of bread, break it off, serve it in the, and you will dip it in the cup. If you're not comfortable with intention, we do have some individual servings and we do have a gluten-free option. But this is the body of Christ, which is broken for all of you and for all of us. This is the blood of Christ, poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as you drink it in remembrance of God. welcome at the table. This is Christ's table. This is not the United Methodist table. It is not Good Shepherd's table. It is Christ's table and all are welcome.
Go from this place with the joy of God in your heart and share that joy with those you meet this week. Amen. One, two, Yeah.